you're not going to be able to get into the Western Conference playoffs, survive the play-in, and then win four games in three consecutive series so you can get to the finals. Joe Fortenbaugh on Carlin versus Joe. Right now, the Lakers are ninth in the West. They host the Wizards tonight. Heat guard Tyler Hero is out tonight against the Nuggets with a left knee injury. He's averaging 21 points, five rebounds, and four assists a game. Salt Lake City, which hosted the 2002 Winter Olympics, today became the first bidder to host the 2034 Winter Games. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Cannon, coming on Friday. As the workouts get started at the Combine, I'll tell you the one prospect who has a lot riding on his performance. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is O, O, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. I guess even back then you can call it's our number two right here on the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM streaming online at ESPNWichita.com. Tune in app on your smartphone and coming at you on your favorite smart speaker. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Pat Strothman, the great Jack Johnson is producing as always. If you want to call Jack and tell him all about your day, call in at 316-669-4996. Did you see that text message on the text line, Jack, about some individual saying, I might just call Jack and just tell him all about my day? I did catch that, yeah. <laughs> he didn't actually did it. He didn't actually do that, right? I hope he did it. No, no, no no phone calls uh, for, okay. any, for any textures out there. Okay, good. <laughs> So if you want to call Jack, you can. Don't don't take up too much of his time though. 316-669-4996. We had Rod in hour number one talking about the Chiefs. Call me big fella. Thanks, Rod. Appreciate that. <laughs> I know I'm widening. I'm not going up anymore. I'm going to the side. Side to side's not the way to go. 316-669-4996. You'll need that number if you want to go see Pauly Shore. We'll tell you more about that here in just a little bit. Text line number is 316-247-0923. We love the text line. You guys are just so much fun in the text line. Feel free to give us a shout. We would appreciate it. Also, if you're texting for the first time, let me know who you are. I do like knowing who's who on the text line. I don't have like an actual contact list. But I do like knowing who's who. Like, you can recognize Michael. You can recognize Nate. We have Adam that chimes in from time to time. We have Jeremy that chimes in from time to time. We like it when we know who's texting. We do appreciate it. 316-247-0923. Your thoughts on the Shocks, Chiefs, KUK State, Lance Leipold. We'll love to hear from you. You can also interact on social media, ESPN Wichita on Twitter slash X. Instagram, Facebook, lots of good stuff coming on all those different pages. Like and follow those pages. In addition to us giving stuff away over the phone line, we can also give away things on social media. 
we've had some pretty cool things that we've given away on social media. And the only way that you'll be aware of it is by liking and following all those different pages. So go ahead and do that. To those who have already done that and have shared us, thank you. We appreciate that. Coming up, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haney. Lots of KU stuff to get into with him. We have to revisit KUBYU. KU and Baylor coming up in Waco on Saturday. And we do have to talk about Lance Leipold. Maybe even Travis Goff. Lots of stuff to recap with Brian Haney coming up at 325. After that, we will have Terry Franz with Cars for Heroes. He's presented to you every week by the great people at Superpools. So that's coming your way here in hour number two. Coming up tonight, we do have Saran Petro with the program. After that, it is overtime. And then we have KCAC postseason tournament basketball. The KCAC quarters on the men's side, McPherson at Southwestern. The Mound Builders have the KCAC Player of the Year in Kevin Clark, who is number one in the country in scoring. Number one. Mac, meanwhile, has the KCAC Newcomer of the Year in Colin Store. Should be a fun one tonight at 7 o'clock. Who's going to go to the semis on Saturday? And speaking of the semis, we'll we'll have it right here on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Real quick, before we take a look at what's happening in the sports world, let me tell you about the great people at Twin Peaks. There's a location out east at 21st and Rock. Doesn't mean you shouldn't go there tomorrow or right now for that matter. But just want to tell you, we are going to be at Twin Peaks West tomorrow at Ridge and Taft. Come visit Shane. Come visit me. We'll be out there. We'll be having a great time. Of course, we know about the eats, drinks, and scenic views. In terms of the eats, they have a beer-battered fish and chips. You can grab them for a light and fresh fare that never skimps on the flavor. This beer-battered cod is served with house-made tartar, malt vinegar, and French fries. Score them along with a 22-ounce Miller Lite or Coors Light for just 12 bucks every Friday through Easter. Or grab them with a soda or tea for just $10. I think I know what I might be having tomorrow at Twin Peaks. Sounds delicious. In terms of the drinks, well, right now it's happy hour. Seven minutes into happy hour. And no one does happy hour better than Twin Peaks. An adventurous drink menu that is second to none. My personal favorite, 29-degree man-sized drafts. If you're going to go to Twin Peaks... Get a nice cold beer. It's delicious. 21st and Rock, Rich and Tap, the two locations for the Lodge here in Wichita. So, what is happening in the sports world? Well, let's start with this. McCole Hardman has really been all over the place. He's the one who comes up with a game-winning grab in Super Bowl 58. He's gone on this media tour. He's been all over the place. And it wasn't that long ago when he was asked about the New York Jets. Someone joked, someone from the NFL Network, if I recall correctly, someone joked and said, well, do you want to go back to Kansas City? And everyone's like, yeah, of course, you know, for sure. But he 
he was told, well, what about the Jets? Surely you just go to the Jets. And McCall Harmon's like, nah, I'm not going to go to the New York Jets. And I think we all know what happened in New York. He signed a contract. He wasn't on the field all that much. Aaron Rodgers goes down, and New York decides to change it up. So McCall Hardman winds up getting traded back to Kansas City. He hasn't been a New York Jet for months. But the wide receiver's 2023 trade deadline departure remains a sour spot for those in New Jersey. Days after Hardman criticized the team's leadership and admitted he was checked out before a reunion with the Kansas City Chiefs, Jet sources, both public and anonymous, have alleged Hardman leaked several of the club's game plans to opposing teams during the 2023 season. Jets cornerback Sauce Garner was the first to accuse Hardman of the vengeful act, alluding to the whiteout Wednesday in a sense-deleted post to X, quote, we ain't gonna talk about how our offensive game plan got leaked versus the Eagles, end quote. New York's SNY has since reported, quote, there was validated belief from the Jets that Hardman, frustrated by his lack of usage, leaked game plans to the opposition as implied by several players, not just the Eagles game, but also the Chiefs, end quote. It's worth noting the Jets still upset the Philadelphia Eagles in their Week 6 matchup in October, though New York managed just 244 yards and went 2 of 11 on third downs in that contest. Against Kansas City two weeks earlier, the Jets fell 23-20, took the eventual Super Bowl champions to the wire. Gardner's comment came shortly after Jets punter Thomas Morstead Question Hardman's initial criticisms of the Jets, cautioning reporters to, quote, be careful getting information from disgruntled former employees, end quote. Morstead suggested that Hardman accusing Team Brass of lying about his offensive role was simply a product of entitlement and the fact he was beat out by a rookie free agent. Jets general manager Joe Douglas has responded to Hardman's claims by doubling down on the notion the wideout was excited to join her team last offseason but simply lost snaps to 2023 rookie Xavier Gibson. Nicole Hardman and the New York Jets, apparently a beef that is never going to go away. Nicole Hardman did not like being a New York Jet. Fortunately for McCole. Kansas City pulled off a trade in order to get him. The Jets should be happy, right? They ended up getting a draft pick. McCall Hardman went somewhere else, and I guess you don't have to worry about him. But leaking film to opponents, that is a new one. I'm trying to think of who else in NFL history has been accused of leaking film to opposition. If that ends up being true... Wow, I don't even know what do you do if you're in the National Football League and this ends up being true. Do you suspend Cole Hardman for a violation of of a team conduct policy? Do the Jets have a claim and get an extra draft pick? Like, how does this even work? First off, I didn't realize that Zach Wilson and the Jets, I didn't realize that they had game plans. Because it wasn't that long ago. Like, McCole Hardman was talking about how 
if you haven't seen the video, McCole Hardman was talking about the Jets and saying that the Jets, just one simple thing that he noted was you have helmets on the field, you lay them down instead of being on the sideline holding on to them. It can cause injuries and so on and so forth. The Chiefs are just different. Andy Reid will yell at you to pick up your helmet, all that stuff, right? At least that came from a couple different reports, one being Jeff Schwartz, if I recall correctly. Anywho, but McCall Hartman went down this this path talking about the Jets and why the Jets are struggling. And then when Aaron Rodgers went down, they didn't have a game plan, according to McCall Hartman. Also, too, this is the same Jets, Jets coaching group. And this is maybe a little dumb to bring up, but, hey, Brees Hall is a Wichita kid. Brees Hall was nearing 1,000 yards this year. The staff had done the math. One coach did, related down to Robert Sala, who said, all right, well, we'll bring you off the field. We don't need you to run the football one more time. They realized that they did the math incorrectly, and he get, didn't get to 1,000 yards because of the incorrect math done by the New York Jets. I don't know. If you can't do the correct math, you might not be a good coaching staff. Just just saying. But regardless, back to McCole Hardman. I don't even know what the real punishment is. If this ends up being true, I doubt that Kansas City is going to wind up picking him back up. I don't even know who will even want to take a chance on McCole Hardman. If this is the stuff that's out there, just makes you wonder if this is it for McColl. And if so, hey, McColl ended up winning a couple Super Bowl rings. I think he's probably more than set. He's going to go down as a wide receiver to win multiple Super Bowl championships. Like we talked about with Marquez Valdez-Gantling. Hey, you got two rings. Thanks for the work. Best of luck elsewhere as we save $12 million in cap space. McCall Hardman's nothing but a guy who goes side-to-side side anyways with the Zoom action that takes place for Kansas City. I don't even know what the punishment would be in this situation. It is a serious allegation. If you are truly leaking film or leaking game plans, but I don't know, you would imagine that Kansas City or any op- opponent would probably be looking at the Jets going, how do we stop the New York Jets? Let Zach Wilson be Zach Wilson? Eliminate the rushing attack. It's probably not all that hard to figure out a game plan for the New York Jets, but that's that's just me. But this beef continues to grow between the Jets and McCole Harmon. Jack, what do you make of this? With McCole Harmon, who calls himself as Jet. Actually, funny enough, if you come to this studio, there is actually a bobblehead of McCole Harmon right here at a Riverfront Stadium studio. And it is him in a Top Gun outfit, and it does say the Jet on the side. So it is kind of kind of funny that a guy who goes by Jet doesn't like the New York Jets, and the Jets don't like him. What do you make of this? What's the proper punishment? What do you even do here if you're Roger Goodell? Well, I think if you're going to launch an investigation, you'd have to find a lot of incriminating evidence other than just you know people that are saying – this stuff about the other side, right? If it's just going to be a he said, she said situation, then nothing's going to come of it. But if they really want to launch an investigation about McCole Hardman, you know, leaking playbooks and plays and schemes, the other team, well, one thing that's already going against that argument is the Jets beat the Eagles. So if that's the game that he leaked the script, well, the Jets played pretty well. So that feels weird that it wasn't a domination. And then it was the Chiefs game, I think you said, is the other game that he leaked the the script. The Chiefs almost lost that game. 
<laughs> so that's where it kind of comes back to, well, those are two very unique and odd scenarios as to why he would leak the playbook to them and it didn't work out. I mean, that, that just feels a little bit iffy to me. But as for Hardman, I mean, I think you just have to have better awareness there. Maybe he's getting a big head that he has one of the most memorable touchdowns in franchise history. He's got another Super Bowl ring. And the same way Kadarius Tony did when he got a ring, he started you know, stomping on the grave of the New York Giants. It was like you're a poverty franchise. You guys suck, and you could have had this, but you traded me away. I mean, the Jets are very irrelevant. Nobody really cares about the Jets. Uh, they were never going to be good with or without McCole Hardman. But again, I always say, you know, for the players that talk illy of their past teams, like it's like talking about your ex when you're already with somebody else, like all the time. Like you just don't need to anymore. You're wasting your time and your energy. Like if you were at the pinnacle, uh, you feel like you've reached the mountaintop, you know, you want a ring. The best part is just to flaunt your ring around a little bit, not to say, well, you know, the Jets sucked. I remember that's why I love to get out of there and go back to Kansas City where things were great. I just keep that to yourself. Like, there's no need to go out there and make enemies from the other side and paint yourself in a bad light because now this is out there, whether it's true or not, it's going to be really hard for McCole Hardman to get a job that's not in Kansas City. And maybe Kansas City goes, hey, we were happy with what you did for us, but we're also not saving a roster spot for you. Uh, you know, you did catch a touchdown pass. It's very memorable. You also were wide open, and you didn't really do much aside from one other big catch in that game, and you were largely a liability throughout the postseason. So to me, it feels a lot like the Kadarius-Tony situation of last year where he got the ring and he gets to flaunt it in the face of the team that traded him because I'm sure that he felt wronged. I'm sure that he thought about the Jets shortly after the Super Bowl of, yeah, they benched me and their worthless team didn't even get into the playoffs, and I got to catch the game-winning pass in a Super Bowl. So it's him flaunting that a little bit. I just don't think it's the right way to go about it. If you really think your past organization sucked and they were worthless and they treated you poorly, don't bring them up. Just talk about how happy you are now. I mean, we see so many players do that in the NFL. Uh, Traverius Ward, I thought, said it perfectly, even though it rubbed Chiefs players the wrong way. It was like, what do you like better about San Francisco than Kansas City? And he said everything. No, because what is he going to say? Oh, you know, there were some things I don't like here, and I like things <laughs> right. better. It's like, no, he just stayed positive about the place he was at. And let that to be up to the players of, oh, you like it better on the other side? Well, you know, you never know how good you had it over here. You know, for Hardman, why not just do that? You know, I love playing for Kansas City. They've always been a top-notch organization, and, you know, they've already, always utilized me in the right way. They've got a great coach over there, great mentors, great leaders. You don't need to start punching down on a team that has been irrelevant in the NFL for a long, long time now. And if there's Jets fans listening, like I'd imagine a lot would be said the same of, you know, the Jets don't need to be taking punches from the reigning Super Bowl champions. You'd, it's kind of pointless to do so. You're wasting time and energy. But Hardman, you know, kind of a foot in his mouth now. You've already you've spoken out against that. Now there's, you know, rumors coming out of what you did when you were in New York. That's not very good for the rest of your career. So bad on his part, uh, really, That that's, you know, the honest thing I can say here. It's just stupid. It's lack of awareness there. But Hardman's also a guy in his career that I don't think has had the best of awarenesses. I remember that right. when he was struggling in Kansas City, he'd be posting videos of him bowling like the night after a loss. And it's like, hey, you can have your own public life. Nobody should you know, get on you or get pissed that you're enjoying life. Like It's not like you have to be doing football 24 hours a day. But it was like the awareness of it, of maybe I shouldn't post me going out the night after a loss, or maybe I should post something about me working out with Patrick Mahomes instead of bowling or going out to bars. Like I, I don't think that's really ever been a, 
a, a very level point of his career, a very stable point of his career, it always seems like he finds himself in these spots where it can get twisted and turned around. And even if that's not what he was intending for it to happen, this is the reality now. And he's got nobody to blame but himself. Well, look, he's been around Tyreek Hill too long. Come on. Like, this is like a Tyreek Hill textbook play, in my opinion. Now, Tyreek, again, as you brought up, when you go to a new location, you're always going to say he, the stuff he said about Tua, he's just protecting his QB. What else is he truly going to say? My QB stinks. They need to trade him. That ain't going to happen. But Tyreek, he'll, he gets on a podcast, starts saying this, starts saying this, and all of a sudden, boom. He, he's in the news a little bit more. Now, he's in the news for a bad thing most recently, but he's in the news all because of this this new podcast. It's all because he sounded off. McCall Harmon's thinking, hey, I could probably do the same thing. Why not? Thing is, though, for McCall Harmon, he's probably done in the NFL. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's got some more juice in the, in the tank, but there's no team that's going to pick him up now. Real quick, you might want to consider this to be your story of the week tomorrow, Jack. I don't know. Have you ever heard of... The uh, Tyler Hot Dog Night for the Philadelphia Phillies? I have not, no. Okay, so they replaced Dollar Hot Dogs on select dates with a two-for-one deal at two April games at Citizens Bank Park. The reason why a statement for the team said the change was made based on the organization's ongoing commitment to provide a positive experience for all fans in attendance. What's not positive about Dollar Dog nights. I don't get it. Well, here's why. Armed with projectile frankfurters, some unruly Phillies fans began chucking their favorite Hatfield meat during a game last season, and the dogs soared like cans of corn throughout the stands and onto the field. The demand for the discount dogs also led to clogged lanes on the concourse, leading to security and safety concerns. On April 11th last season, it turned into a Philly food fight when fans, largely good-natured, tossed their ballpark franks in several sections, leading to multiple ejections. <laughs> Apparently, Philly's fans, no one in Philadelphia, can have nice things. By the way, what's about dollar, dollar dog nights? Speaking of which, Windsor's tickets are officially on sale now. And I know they have some great promotions coming up here for 2024. Just saying. I'm going to think about that. But, yeah. They no longer can have dollar dog nights because of that. <laughs> hey, it's one of those things where you just ruin the good thing. I love dollar hot dogs. Why not? Love them. Okay, before we get to Brian Haney, we do have to give away Pauly Shore tickets. 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. Actor and comedian Pauly Shore is bringing his one-man show and stand-up tour to Wichita for two nights next month. The stand-up show is sold out, but... We have a pair of tickets for Polly Shore. Stick with the dancing at the Crown Uptown Theater on Friday, March 8th. The actor and comedian will share funny stories. Doors open at 7. Show begins at 8 o'clock. If you want to go, I got a pair of tickets for you right now. 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. Caller number 3, please. 
Doors open at 7, show begins at 8, March 8th. It's a Friday at Crown Uptown Theater. Go see Pauly Shore. 316-669-4996. And if you don't win these tickets, you can get your tickets at crownuptown.com. Brian Haney, Voice of the Hawks, next on The Pulse. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Get ready for an adrenaline-packed weekend. The 67th Annual NAIA Men's Wrestling National Championship is coming to Hartman Arena February 29th through March 2nd. Witness the nation's top wrestlers battling for glory. Don't miss out on the action. Mark your calendars February 29th through March 2nd. For more information and tickets, go to HartmanArena.com. Join us at Hartman Arena for the wrestling showdown of the year. Proudly presented by Visit Wichita. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by Ab. Now, local businesses can get closer to every customer in their city with fast, affordable shipping. Introducing USPS Connect Local. You want speed? We deliver same or next day. You want savings? We give you supplies at a flat rate. You want less legwork? We do free pickups. Move your local business forward with the United States Postal Service. Let's connect at uspsconnect.com slash local. Specific markets. Restrictions apply. Same day or next day delivery expected, but not guaranteed with entry close to final destination. In business, service is everything. Cintas delivers what you need to better serve your customers. Whether it's freshly laundered work apparel for almost any job imaginable, tested and inspected fire protection systems, first aid and safety supplies, on-site AED training, or mops and restroom products, stocked and ready when you need them. Better work days happen together. So visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. Follow the Shockers on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Man, we still have opportunity. Uh, we still have three games left, I believe. Uh, one more at home and two on the road. But then we have a conference tournament coming up as well. Um, we're just, we just need to stick together and, you know, anything can happen still. Uh, I t- I've told them on a number of occasions, uh, you're my guys. Uh, we, we're, we're right with you. Your home for the best Wichita State basketball coverage all season long is right here on ESPN Wichita. Congratulations to Mark. He's going to go see Pauly Shore coming up in March. We were talking about Pauly Shore earlier today. 
We have a special visitor, and he was quoting Pauly Shore quite a bit. And it's so funny, he was looking at a couple guys going, you probably don't even know who Pauly Shore is. And, of course, they're like, no, I don't know who Pauly Shore is, but I know who Pauly Shore is. So does Shane. Shane's old enough, he would know. All right, that's my one diss of Shane, I guess, today, of the week. Can't do that anymore. Although he threw me under the bus early in the day, so it is what it is. All right, welcome back to The Pulse on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Coming up, we have Terry France with Cars for Heroes. We're still waiting for the voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haney. While we wait for things to wrap up in Lawrence, because I'm assuming it's Bill Self that's talking. <laughs> I'm assuming that's the holdup at this point. That's the thing with Brian. Every time I, I send him a text, I go, hey, Bill Self, 2.30. Today he goes, yep, can we move to 3.25? Yes, we can. No problem. But sometimes Bill Self arrives a little bit later, so that's no big deal. Meanwhile, get a chance to relay some quotes from earlier today. Lance Leipold has a new contract. Travis Goff said Lance Leipold's new contract and increased support for football is indicative, indicative, can I say that right? Indicative, how about I say that correctly, of what top 20 football programs do. Travis Goff said it's in the contract that if KU football hosts a college football playoff game, it'll be played at Arrowhead Stadium. That would be interesting, real interesting in my eyes. Lance Leipold said that Travis Goff stepped up to try. Oh, I guess it's KU administration. Maybe we'll just go with that. They stepped up to try and keep the key staff members who departed. Leipold said KU football offered packages that were equal or better to what those departing coaches took. Which I find that to be a little interesting, too. Equal or better. But yet, Andy Kolnick, you still jump for Penn State. I would have a tough time believing that would be the type of dollars that Andy Kolnick would get at KU, but maybe maybe that's the truth. Leipold said, uh, if it was strictly about money, I wouldn't be here. He said he talks to the KU football team about not having everything in life be about dollars, which I am a fan of Lance Leipold with him saying that. That's fantastic. Leipold on KU. Quote, everyone thinks it's a stop along the way and not the destination. Leipold said he wanted KU to become an and school with basketball instead of or. Because that's happened, this becomes a destination. So those are some highlights from earlier today with Lance Leipold and with Travis Goff. I see that Bill Self and Parker Brown, they are actually speaking right now, if I see that correctly. I think there's like a little side deal taking place, so we're sitting and waiting for a little bit. Bill Self did talk about Kevin McCuller. He said, I think he's doing better. He's gaining on it. Self said there is a chance McCuller could play this weekend if he can practice fully today and tomorrow. And that was... 30 minutes ago at 3 o'clock, so they must be running just a smidge behind today (laughs) would be my assumption. Matt Tate, who's on the Shane Dennis Show, he says, we're pretty good at everything. This is Bill Self. We're pretty good at everything I mentioned, but I don't know if we're great at anything, which there's a lot of teams. So there's Bill Self. So still waiting to see what happens with Brian Haney. 
voice of the Kansas Jayhawks with the voicemail. So something tells me that means he's trying to get some stuff done. That happens. That means we have to be flexible, work on the fly, and hopefully we can try to get Brian once again. So, Jack, I know you'll continue to try. Hopefully we get Brian on so we can get a preview of KU Baylor on Saturday in Waco. And hopefully we can recap the Lance Lightful news. That would be fantastic. Self says, too, the motivation the rest of the way, he says it's to be in the best shape possible and get the best possible seed they can get in the NCAA tournament. He notes that KU basketball still has a two or still has two quad one opportunities at Baylor and at Houston. And a rivalry game versus K State before postseason. So just some stuff from Bill Self and from Lance Lapple and from Travis Goff. It's been it's been a busy twenty four or so hours with Kansas Athletics. Good stuff, though, obviously. Good stuff. Really good stuff from KU. And to, uh, to add to that, I know Lance Leipold, he did talk about Jalen Daniels. Try Brian again, Jack. Brian says it never rang. That's what he told me. So if you could do that, that'd be great. He said that Jalen Daniels is back and seems like things are going great at this point. He's doing well. He's working out. He's doing things. How much he'll do this spring, we'll see. But he's smiling, bouncing around, and ready to rock and roll as best he can at the moment. We want to be smart with him. Nothing has been said from anyone that I shouldn't expect to get him ready for a fine season. And now, Without further ado, he's officially on the line. Voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, Brian Haney. Well, Brian, I just expected Bill Self was having a pretty long powwow. That was my my assumption. But, hey, stuff happens. It's been a crazy day. It's been a crazy 24, 48 hours for Kansas Athletics. Let's start with football because I know Lance Leipold would threaten me if we don't start with football here on the show. I'm, I'm just kidding, Brian. I know Lance Leipold actually wouldn't do that. But, Hey, that's exciting. Lance Leipold's got this new contract. Travis Goff said some exciting stuff earlier today. Lance Leipold obviously said some good stuff as well. What did you hear from Lance Leipold and Travis Goff that really had you fired up or maybe stood out to you? Well, I think uh, you got to be pleased when you hear an AD talk about the pride in, in paying a, a coach a top 20 national salary because you're expecting to compete in the top 20 and, and be that year in and year out. We've never really had that sustained success. Last year was just the second time all time we've had back-to-back bowl games. And so to hear the resources being poured into facilities, head coach, assistant coaches, staff, the investments, to keep that type of momentum building on the football side of campus is huge. And we knew it was coming. We knew it was going to be necessary. It's the price to play poker these days, quite honestly, because if you don't, uh, you know, schools like Washington are going to come in and pilfer away your coach. But it wasn't just about the money. In fact, Coach Leipold went as far as saying if it was only about the money, they could have left last year. But they really feel like the special synergy and symmetry between the chancellor the AD and the coaching staff 
is pretty unique here at Kansas, and you don't walk away from that uh, expecting to find it just anywhere you're going to go. And so he's got a new stadium on the way. He's now got a new contract. He's got more money for his assistants. Matt Pleipold's a pretty happy guy right now. And now it's all about keeping this arrow pointed upward and, and backing it up with great recruiting classes. Because when Kansas had it rolling back in 07, 08, under Mark Mangino era, you know, he started to have the first wave of assistants leave. Recruiting classes didn't really capitalize as much on the 20 wins in a two-year stretch that they could have. And consequently, it was a pretty steep fall off the cliff after that. And right now you feel like everything is, is loaded for bear. This, this coaching staff, this athletic department, administration, everything working in concert together to make sure this thing just keeps on pointing upward and delivers the year-in, year-out success that this fan base has been craving for so long now and, and has the type of program that even after next season, whatever it holds, once we return home to Lawrence, we'll have a program that's still expecting to compete toward the top of the Big 12 and, uh, and, and for you know, top 25 consideration when we break in our new home here in about 16 months. Well, I'm hoping for KU football to make the college football playoffs just so I can see a KU playoff game at Arrowhead Stadium. That would be, that would be kind of a, a unique thing. So that Travis Goff said that earlier today. Going over the basketball, I know we were texting back and forth, and you're like, hopefully we'll have an update on Kevin McCuller by then. So what was the latest with what Bill Self had to say about Kevin McCuller? Well, he said that there's still a chance he could play Saturday if he's full speed at practice both today and tomorrow. He had said previously that a guy like that with an injury like that would have to practice for a full week and get back in the flow before they put him out on the court. But uh, I don't know if, if it's just felt a lot better the last couple of days or what. They did not practice yesterday. This is the first team that's been together on the court since Tuesday night, and he did not go through any of the, the game day shoot-around stuff on Tuesday. He was sitting on the bench the whole time. So this would be a pretty quick 48-hour ramp-up, but Coach Self, to quote him, said he's gaining on it, and they feel like there's tangible progress there with the knee. So that's encouraging. I, I think that you know, while there's still a possibility of a setback and there's always a possibility that it just never completely gets right within this season, I think for folks that were latching on to the comments in the postgame Saturday or even Tuesday about if Kevin returns and if we get him back, I don't know, man. I've covered Bill Self long enough to know that that kind of felt a little bit like a challenge more than saying he really legitimately thought, Kevin wasn't going to play again for Kansas. Kevin's a great teammate. He's a hardworking kid. It's been a frustrating deal for him and everybody around him to miss five of the last eight games. But uh, the whole if we get him back, I don't think that that was ever something that they were strongly worried about, you know, never seeing him play again uh, in, in the remaining four or five weeks the season could have left. I think instead it was a matter of are we going to get him back within the regular season and have enough of a ramp up to where we can trust him to be the same guy when all of a sudden it's sudden death elimination time because it's not just about getting Kevin back. It's about getting back the November and December version of Kevin. Ever since the Cincinnati game late January, when he's been on the floor, not been in rhythm, he's been fighting through the pain, the shooting numbers are way, way down, and then obviously he's not been on the floor a lot missing five of the last eight. So 
Can he come back for Saturday? Time will tell. I'm talking to you inside my office because you're not supposed to be talking on the phone out on the practice court. They're literally <laughs> taking the floor in a matter of minutes. I suppose I could put it on mute, but they probably wouldn't want me going out there doing that. But uh, the point is, like, like the first test for that is going on in a matter of minutes, but he would need two full-go, full-speed practices today and tomorrow to uh, be considered a possibility for Saturday. Well, that means we gotta get you out of here then. That way you can go in and and see what what where what's happening there in the in the practice gym. Well, after what took place earlier this week, a loss to BYU. Up next, it's Baylor on the road in Waco, followed by a home contest with Kansas State. With with KU following the BYU, it's one of those reality moments where it starts to settle in, and you go, "All right, well, this KU team." Not going to win a, a Big 12 championship, but in some ways, now maybe the, the one thing you play for is, all right, let's get in the best shape possible. Let's try to get everyone comfortable and hope to make the, the deep run in the Big 12 championship tournament and then a deep run in the NCAA tournament. What's really the, I guess, the mood going into this game uh, in Waco on Saturday? Well, I think that, you know, for Coach Self, to be honest, for the last week plus, he's been more concerned with keeping them in the top four of the Big 12 standings so that you don't have to play on a Wednesday this year. With the 14-team format, you've got Tuesday and Wednesday games, and you want to stay off of that uh, you know, quarterfinal bracket. Uh, well, technically, the quarterfinals would be Thursday. You want to stay off of you know, those first two days. And so uh, Kansas with a win on Saturday, you could almost clinch that they're going to stay in the top four and be fine. If they lose on Saturday, then it gets a little dicey with you know some of those teams. Right now they're tied with Baylor, but behind them lurking one game back, you got Tech and TCU and BYU, and there could be a lot of shakeup and positioning there. If they were able to lock onto the three spot in the Big 12 tournament, I'd like their path toward playing to Saturday night. But obviously the biggest objective, as you said, is to be as healthy and in rhythm and confident heading into Selection Sunday and having to possibly play on four straight days in Kansas City would not be the most uh, effective way to be healthy and, and uh, feeling your best heading into the tournament that matters the most. So first objective is avoid Wednesday in Kansas City. Second objective is, hey, if you can win the, the whole thing in KC, absolutely. They'd love to have that kind of momentum, and that would help them get back up to the two-line and feel solidified at the two seed. Losing on Tuesday probably drops you to a three seed, and there's the possibility you lose two of your last three just based on where you're going to be favored and where you're not. Could they fall all the way to a four? It's possible, but not likely. I, I think this is a three seed more than likely for Kansas, unless they just had a really quick one-and-done showing in Kansas City. Because there's still a lot of opportunities. you got two chances for quad one wins in the last week and a half, and then a chance at a couple more in KC. I think it's a roster and a resume, rather, that's already pretty dang impressive with four top ten victories, five in the top 15. We clearly gave one away on Tuesday, and that one stings, and it sucks because we never lose at home. You hate that. You know, they, they have a, a wall inside the, the men's locker room that says self-dominance at Allen Fieldhouse. And there's two numbers on that wall. The number on the left is the number of wins. That's 318. The number on the right is the number of losses. That number on the right hadn't been changed in well over a year. It had been 19 straight home wins for Kansas. And I don't know the guy that has to change it on our facilities crew, but 
he probably didn't think he was going to have to change it this year once we beat Houston and Baylor. But we gave one away on Tuesday. There's no way around it. I mean, 19 of 31 from the free throw line, in particular, 6 out of 15 from your star center from the free throw line. That's unacceptable. When you got a 12-point lead early in the second half and you're in the double bonus with 12 minutes to go and their coach is getting teed up because they've had 14 whistles against them halfway through the second half, you got to hit your charity, close them out, take the good whistle and, and the strong ball you've been playing at that point and find a way to get the win. Instead, give by BYU a ton of credit. They showed all kinds of poise. And they were just kind of laying low, waiting for their chance to pounce. And all of a sudden, the three-pointers started heating back up. They wind up hitting 13 of them just two nights after hitting a season-low six in Manhattan. And KU was outscored beyond the arc by 30. And that's, that's a tough, tough uh, discrepancy to make up for on two-pointers and free throws, especially when you're not making your free throws. But if Kevin McCullough was playing in that game, you can't convince me the Hawks don't win because – Regardless of what he would have done offensively, he's for three straight seasons been a Naismith National Defensive Player of the Year candidate. You can't tell me he doesn't take at least three threes away with his lockdown perimeter defense. And then offensively, even if his shots weren't falling from the outside, he would have been the guy with the ball in his hands, driving it downhill, getting to the line. And I don't think Kevin goes 6 and 15 from the free throw line like Hunter did. So a tough pill to swallow. Hate that we have to change that number on the right in the. Uh, Kansas men's locker room because they didn't think we'd have to do that this year. But it definitely is one of those kind of sobering moments that for a few guys in particular that really struggled in that game, you know, it's, it's the type of setback that causes you to look in the mirror and, and recognize where you're going to have to tighten it up or it's going to be a short march. And hopefully there's been a lot of extra free throw shooting done in the last 48 hours by a couple of the guys. I don't know what it's going to take to get the three ball to start to fall for Nick Timberlake because – other aspects of his game have significantly, noticeably improved. But he still can't hit threes. He hit the one, but he was one of six from downtown, one of nine overall. Furphy goes 0 of 5. And, Pat, what happens when McCuller doesn't play and your other two three-point shooters are one of 11? What happens is you don't have to keep them honest on the perimeter. They start sagging down on Hunter, and all of a sudden you can't throw it inside to him. If you do... It either gets tipped away or he's catching it further from the bucket. He's not able to score in his wheelhouse. And so Kansas has got to find a way to spread the floor better, and it starts with being more consistent from deep. And you know, It's hard to do when your top scorer has been out now for the better part of the last three weeks, and uh, your other two shooters are pretty streaky. But the point is, it's all in there. Outside of Nick, that's, that's the one that I just I, I can't bank on him just coming alive from three. But I do think there's other ways he can help this team. The rest of the pieces are still present and accounted for as soon as you get Kevin back. And we still have the ultimate weapon on the sidelines in college basketball's greatest active coach in Bill Self. So there's a lot of reasons to still have hope and optimism. But it would look a lot different and a lot better if number 15 is running through that tunnel on either Saturday or Tuesday when K-State comes calling for senior night in Allen Fieldhouse. All right, Brian, thanks for your time. I guess you got a chance to rest up with your purple mattress, or do you try to change the colors since it is K-State KU week next week? Do you have, like, this ability to just, I don't know, LED lights go from purple to, to crimson and blue, or, or what What do you got for this purple mattress that you sleep on? Well, it's still a purple mattress, but I put on two layers of a bedspread to make sure there's no 
possible purple or or any type of uh, you know purple pastel color making its way through the sheets or anything. But no, it's it's great technology. I've told you about this for a couple of years. Best night's sleep I've ever gotten. And I started with the Tempur-Pedic and decided to make the switch to the purple, which is a great customer service element you get from the people at the Mattress Hub. 100 days to make sure it's it's what you want and need, and if not, you try the next one. But they've been fabulous, great partners of mine, and, and I literally put my money where my mouth is at and invested in this mattress. And it's probably the best thing I've bought in the last two years So uh, across the board. I mean, it's, it's really changed the way I sleep. So, yeah, check them out today at the Mattress Hub. Wichita owned and operated right there in the 316 by some of KU's best, including uh, our main man, Ryan Beatty, who started the whole company over a decade ago. Thanks so much, my friend. We'll talk to you next week, uh, hopefully recapping some happy senior speeches and taking a look at a, a big game in Houston to close down the regular season. No doubt. Brian Haney, voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, right here on The Pulse. We wrap up the show next with Terry France with Cars for Heroes. This is The Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Your exclusive home of Championship Week, ESPN Wichita 92.3. ESPN Wichita is bringing you a full week of college basketball action leading up to March Madness. We'll have exclusive live play-by-play of the Big 12 Tournament in Kansas City, plus the ACC and Big 10 Tournament Championship games. And it all leads to our Selection Sunday special to kick off March Madness right here on your home for college basketball. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Want to hear how I almost got off the naughty list this year? I helped Santa save gazillions by having him download Capital One Shopping to his computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. You can download it too and save a bundle. You don't even need a Capital One card and it's free. So why didn't I get off the naughty list? Turns out Santa's a stickler for naughty words. (laughs) Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. Hey, I'm Ariana. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Spicy Southwest Salad is when I take a bite, it's like, wow. I'm getting a punch from the roasted corn. I'm getting a kick from the spicy chicken. It's just great. Hi, this is Tori. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Cobb Salad is the avocado lime dressing. It adds to the chicken, the bacon, and the roasted corn. It takes the salad to a whole nother level. Order a salad for delivery on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real guests paid for their testimonials. Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-760-8196. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. 
Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-760-8196 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-760-8196. What do you have to lose? Call 800-760-8196. Again, 800-760-8196. We're about the Hamping Sop, Tucson Petro, the program. After that, overtime, and then the KCAC uh, Men's Basketball Tournament quarterfinals in Winfield, Southwestern, and McPherson. Should be a great one. Join us at 7 o'clock. Right now, it's time for Cars for Heroes. Terry Franz brought to you by Super Pools. Let them turn your dream into a reality by giving your family the backyard they have always wanted. Give Jenny a call today at 316-880-3900. That's 880-3900. Or visit superpoolsusa.com. Mention ESPN Wichita and get a free robot cleaner for all new builds. Hello, Terry Franz. How you doing today? Well, I'm doing good. I'm actually down in the state of Florida right now. And uh, we're down here working with somebody on trying to get uh, Cars for Heroes going in Florida. So weather's a little bit warmer than I understand where you are up there. <laughs> you are correct. You actually have weather for, for pools. We do not at this point. It's a little bit colder at this juncture. But, hey. That's Kansas weather. That's the Midwest for you. So you're trying to expand to Florida. Man, look at you go. Absolutely. Well, you know, for the last couple of years, we've been in the Tampa area. Now I'm only getting down uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, we had somebody up in Orlando that we're working on. But we've been working on it about three years down here. It's a slow process getting it started. But uh, but uh, I had to force myself to come down here in this weather down here and uh, and work a little harder. So. I picked the right time of year to do that. Wait, working a little harder. <laughs> Laying by a pool with a bra in your hand doesn't mean that you're working harder. Come on, Terry. Well, you know I'm, better. I'm just waiting for it to get warmer up there, and then we'll talk to Jenny and you and I go get some brats. And, we'll, and that way we can right work. There. That way we can work. That's it. That way we can say we're working. You got it down. You got the plan of attack. I absolutely love it. It's great. That's great. I can, Terrific. I can call it work. we don't have to convince anyone that we're actually working now we don't have to convince anyone it's just hey we're working that's just the way it goes what's the latest uh in your world what's uh in addition to florida what about giving away an actual car or truck what's what's the latest on that front any new stories well you know in january and february we always kind of gear down a little bit start the new stuff and then march we kick right back in and so uh We'll be uh, we'll be in the Wichita. We'll be in uh, Topeka, Columbia, Kansas City. Uh, we do have you know some side stuff. We did uh, one in Portland here not too long ago, but we did one in Indianapolis. We're going to do another one there. Uh, so we just keep going. If people donate cars, wherever they donate them, we give back in those areas. We don't we don't ship the cars from the Midwest to go to the other towns. But uh, you know, if somebody gives me one, we had one the other day in Louisiana. We uh, send it in, we get it fixed up, make sure it's looking good, and then we find somebody in there. And believe me, I got a database of we get about fifteen thousand applications a year. So you pick a town anywhere in the United States, and uh, we we can find a re- good recipient. Uh, and there's a lot of people hurting out there. The economy is not the greatest right now. A lot of people are struggling. You know, we aren't 
we are, nobody's winning the lottery with us. We just give them an old car that's fixed up and gets them back on the road. So hopefully that's the that's the tool that they can use to to get their life moving again. So pretty simple process, but uh, I don't have fifteen thousand cars to give away yet. I have fifteen thousand people asking me. So anybody can help out. Just go to our website, cars the number four heroes dot org. Let us know what you got. We'll come out the same day, pick it up, and start working on it to get it ready for somebody. No doubt. Well, Terry, thanks for your time. Sorry for being a little bit late, but you enjoy your time in Florida. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Greatly appreciate you. That's Terry Franz with Cars for Heroes here on The Pools. He's brought to you by Super Pools. Love the people at Super Pools. Give Jenny and them a call here today. That does it for us. Thank you so much for listening. If you missed any of the show, you can always go back and listen online at ESPNWichita.com, Spotify, or Apple Music. For producer Jack Johnson, I'm Pat Scrothman saying so long, Wichita. You have a wonderful night. Stay warm. We'll see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock right here on Wichita's Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.